This is episode 40 of Fresh and Uncooked. I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff. Jeff and I love to eat, and we know you do too. So we're here every week to talk about it. That and new menu items, products. We give our opinions on the food we try and enjoy like today. And every episode of Fresh and Uncooked has its own dedicated topic. Jeff, what are we going to talk about for episode number 40? Uses for bread other than sandwiches. Hmm. Also got some food news for you. It's possible I may like a cauliflower tot. Really? It's possible. We'll see. Uh, butter is coming in a new shape. Hmm. And a new flavor of Twix that got me really excited. Oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> coming up next in food news. Any news? Is there any news? Food news. Bad news travels fast. All right, so the Real Good Foods Company announced the launch of its newest newest platform, Real Good Crispy Tots. They're made from nutritious ingredients. Real Foods Crispy Tots are 100% grain-free, gluten-free, 6 grams of net carbs packed with 10 grams of protein per serving. Real food ingredients such as cauliflower, eggs, lupin beans, whatever that is, and cheese. Oh, wow. Do you know what a lupin bean is? Um, I, I've heard the term before, but I couldn't pick <laughs> couldn't one out in the lineup. You're not growing any in the backyard this, this summer. I don't maybe. think so. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a weed or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had anything from real good foods, Jeff? I think so. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what it is. It sounds very familiar, though. They make ice cream, but most of they're like a frozen food company. Um, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say they're keto. They don't like market themselves as keto, but like everything's low carb, high protein. Okay. Um, but they call themselves, they refer to themselves as health and wellness focused fro- frozen food company. Nice. But everything I have had from real good foods has been literally awesome. So they're coming out with these cauliflower tater tots. I got to try them. And like I said, I've never had anything bad in fact everything i've had has been really really good um so i might there might be a cauliflower tater tot out there soon that i might like so you're going to give them a try oh, really? uh, yeah i'll give them a try um, all right like they i know these... that green giant makes a bunch of different vegetable tots too oh yeah have you ever had them yeah i think we've had them all and they're really good you know tater tots on their own are magnificent Amazing. they're <laughs> One of the best things on the planet. Yeah. But these veggie tots are really good too. And they have cheese inside of them. I think there's like a broccoli one and stuff like that. Okay. I wouldn't say that they're healthy though. I think they're like deep fried. They have a breading on them, hmm. but they're good. Real good. They they got like enchiladas that are at a lot of stores. They have these okay. stuffed chicken breasts at like Sam's and Costco. Like each, each place has their own flavor, like stuffing. Like one's just cheese and the other one's like spinach and artichoke or something. Hmm. Um, but they're amazing. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if I like these because literally I've never had anything bad. You can buy them online on their website or at select Walmart locations, by the way. Way to go, Walmart. All Walmart right. Walmart getting in. Yeah, it's it's kind of like each like food place, each grocery store kind of has their own their own real good foods. Like only certain stores get to have this thing and only certain stores get this product. And it's kind of weird how they do it, but that's a good way to spread the love though. Cause it gets people shopping at a bunch of different grocery stores. I suppose. I suppose. So yeah, uh, looking forward to, to trying those sometime, maybe, uh, you know, what's new 
uh, section of our podcast coming soon, maybe. But uh, Lando Lakes has put a new spin on butter with their launch of Lando Lakes butter balls. Okay. Half tablespoon <laughs> balls of butter for everyday cooking. Oh, I swear to God, I'm like this first of its kind old. product for retail shelves offers Lando Lakes butter in a convenient pre-portioned size that makes cooking easier. Now they say they were inspired by all the home cooking that people were doing during the pandemic, and they want to make things easier for people who cook at home. So they figured, why not proportion their butter into balls? half tablespoon balls of butter for cooking it makes sense not sure why they went with that measurement but that's what they did maybe the balls didn't look good as a full tablespoon wow yeah that's and why balls why couldn't they just cubes yeah why not just cut the stick of butter (laughs) you know into tablespoons or something or half tablespoon i don't know but um you can find them in select stores across the midwest not sure if they're going to branch out to all 50 states but eventually um they might. But if you're in the Midwest, you might see these in the butter section of your favorite grocery store, Lando Lakes Butter Balls. Now, butter already has like that measurement right there when you open it up. Right on the paper, yeah. Yeah, you just cut it. But now they want to have It's all about convenience. Butter balls. Wow. It's all about convenience. And, yeah, and it's all about butter balls. I, <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. not the turkey. No. Not the turkey and, brain. Yeah. These are butter space balls. There's a space in between butter and balls. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving along to <laughs> what could be the best candy bar this year. I'm, I, might, I might be stamping that label on it. Twix lovers and cookie dough lovers will be very happy in December. Twix cookie dough is the new flavor from Twix, and it pairs the classic Twix cookie bars with creamy cookie dough flavoring, a flavored layer sprinkled with delicious chocolate cookies bits and coated in milk chocolate. And this is coming out in December? Coming in December. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Kind of a long way. It's a long ways away. Wow, that's a way to build up some anticipation. Yeah, that's a good five months away. But, yeah. Jeff, did you know that Tuesday, June 21st, is National Cookie Dough Day? Is it really? It is. Are you a big cookie dough fan? I like cookies. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like cookie dough on its own. Where cookie you... dough ice cream might be my top five ice cream flavors. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Um, Twix has announced that they're going to be giving away 1,000 exclusive first taste samples in celebration of natu- National Cookie Dough Day. So if you want to get in on that, go to Twix.com. You'll see the countdown. When it hits all zeros on National Cookie Dough Day, fill out the form. I'm assuming it's like email and name and address. Who knows? Uh, Other info will be on there. But if you're one of the first 1,000 people to do so, you'll get an email to let you know when you can expect your sample. Are we setting timers for this? We have to, right? (laughs) We have to get these before everyone else. We'll see on that. Uh, Twix Cookie Dough will be available nationwide beginning December 2022 in a single serve a single size, a share size, and a mini's stand-up pouch. All your bases are covered with those different serving options. Left left Twix or right Twix? That's so um, dumb, isn't I, it? I, I don't even know how to <laughs> respond to that. How about yourself? Do you have a preference? Uh, no. That's your food news for episode 40. Hey, what's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? 
you heard it. It's time for what's new. Jeff uh, is not participating this week, but that's okay. He usually carries this segment. So I decided to step up. I got two things. And what are those? They're both classics. Just new flavors of some classics. We got Pringles. New flavor of Pringles that I tried. And the new Strawberry Frosty from Wendy's. Ooh, both of those were mentioned on the last podcast. That's right. Both were featured in Food News last episode. Tried them both. What do you want to hear first? Let's go with the Pringles. Pringles. You're more excited about the Pringles? I don't know if I'm more excited about the Pringles. It's just that I think the answer that I'm going to get for the Pringles might be better than that of the Frosty. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see. The Pringles Wavy Chipotle Ranch. I had to run over to Walgreens. And I knew I had the chance to maybe find the new flavor of Pringles over there because, as we talked about in Food News, Jeff, they're only available at Walgreens locations. Okay. So the Chipotle Ranch is the wavy form of Pringles. I haven't had, like, the wavy Pringles, like, too much. I'm, I'm more of a classic thin Pringles guy. Mm-hmm. So it actually had a little more kick than I expected. I'm not big on heat. Like, I don't, I don't like, try to go for spicy pain when it comes to food. I don't mind a little heat. But when the first chip went in, about four seconds later, it hit me. It hit me a little harder than I thought it would, to be honest. Really? Um, so was that spicy? It was a little spicy, a little spicier than I expected. Okay. I wouldn't say spicy, but I was a little worried, to be honest. But uh, as, as I had a few more, it, it kind of calmed down and I got used to it. And it wasn't like burning my tongue off or anything like that. But again, okay. this is well, that's a good thing. My level of heat might be a little bit below average. So take that into consideration so i got a lot of chipotle flavor not a much ranch flavor it's hard to tell with the heat though um i like chipotle ranch like as a flavor in general Mm -hmm. chipotle ranch salad dressing that's good stuff right there yeah that's solid i mean i'm glad i tried them it's a limited time thing i don't think i'll be rushing out to grab another can of pringles okay wow it's a c it's a c it's It's just average just average Okay. And there's nothing wrong with average sometimes, right? Yeah. I mean, it's different, but uh, if I crave Pringles again and they're still around, I'd still grab the regular Pringles because again, the wavy Pringles, just, I don't know, a little too thick of a Pringle for me, but um, I'd probably still just go for sour cream and onion or something. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many chips out there to settle for just average chips. Yes. Much better chips available all around. Pringles included. So Wendy's strawberry frosty. Yes. First time ever for some strange reason and only for a limited time, of course, in my opinion, both disappointing statements about the strawberry frosty, but, uh, why it took so long, why it's only a limited time, who knows, but I went to Wendy's this afternoon, picked me up a big bacon classic and a strawberry frosty. How was the burger? Big bacon classic is, is classic. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't it's had solid. Wendy's in a while. And you know what? They're hot and crispy fries. Those things were staying hot. They nailed those things. I haven't had too much Wendy's in, a, in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Their fries are definitely hot and crispy, and they stay hot and crispy. I got to say that. Big Bacon Classic's just a classic. You know, they had some hot honey chicken sandwich available, you know, that they were kind of promoting on their drive through menu, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going Big Bacon Classic today because it was all nice. about the strawberry frosty, and it's like another hot day here today, so it seemed like the perfect time to try a new flavor of frosty. Unfortunately, there's nothing really special here to talk about. Wow. So what happened? I mean, it's it's a frosty. It's thick. It's cold. <laughs> it's strawberry flavored. 
you know, and it's like the taste of like your classic strawberry ice cream, right? Okay. It's just strawberry frosty, you know, it's just strawberry flavored. Strawberry milkshake flavor, ice cream flavor, whatever. It's just nothing special. It's not like a diss on it or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just how I kind of describe it. Just strawberry ice cream flavored, which is how you would expect it to taste, I guess. It's, you know, I hope Wendy's does more flavors with their frosty, something more unique, like coffee or toffee, or do a collab with with uh, Reese's or something. You know, a well, don't they do a coffee one? one? They do a coffee one, I think, for breakfast. Do they really? I think so. Yeah, because I think my daughter gets it once in a while. They need something exciting. And strawberry, I get it. It's summer. But strawberry seems like something that should have came out in 1985 for the Frosty. You know what I mean? It's 2022. (laughs) Let's get a little bit more unique. Um, If you love the classic strawberry ice cream flavor, I just prefer a milkshake over a Frosty, too. Okay. Just in general. You know, I don't want a spoon. I want a straw. See, and I was thinking about this, and I actually thought about this long and hard just today, How because we, we were talking about the Frosties last week, and I think even last week you even mentioned that you wanted other flavors of Frosties. But if you think about Wendy's, what does Wendy's do really well? They're burgers. They're burgers. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I think you're going to Wendy's. The Frosty is just a unique treat. That you can get at Wendy's, their their dairy treat, isn't that how they kind of? Yeah, they, they can't call what it. They ice call cream, it frozen dairy dessert of some sort, right? Yeah. So I think what um, I, I think in making more flavors and what have you, that's kind of taking away from what Wendy's really is, don't See, you think? I'm thinking it, it's the chocolate frosty. It's been the chocolate frosty for years. They have vanilla. Nobody cares about a vanilla frosty. <laughs> Right. Um, I see what you're saying, but I mean, I went there for a Wendy strawberry frosty and I walked out with that and a big bacon classic combo. Yeah. So it's also kind of like what brings you there so you can order more stuff. But you know what I mean is like, you know exactly what you're going there for. Yeah. That, that frosty was, was secondary to begin with. Well, yeah. I mean, I went there with, to get the strawberry frosty just to, you know, try it for the show, but Mm -hmm. you know, I have, uh, you know, I guess I went there for lunch and that's what I ordered, but I'm going to give it a C Jeff. Okay. I'm just not a frosty guy. Give me a milkshake. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I like, there's something about frosties though, man. And I, I did not dip my fries. Oh yeah. I'm not a fry dipper either. <laughs> just no thanks. <laughs> so food news and what's new out of the way. Don't forget to follow us on social media at fresh uncooked on Twitter and Instagram at Fresh Uncooked Podcast on TikTok. Today's main topic, Jeff, the best uses for bread that isn't a sandwich. Yes. And sandwiches are, you know, what bread is purchased for 90% of the time, right? I would say that's probably the best use of bread, right? <laughs> yeah, I would think so. If you're interested in sandwiches, we got episodes about sandwiches. Check out some of our earlier podcasts where you can find that. But today we're going to talk about the uses for bread besides sandwiches. And the first thing I wanted to bring up, Jeff, just nice and simple, little mm-hmm. bread, little butter, maybe a butter ball <laughs> before <laughs> or with the meal. There's you nothing know? wrong with that at all. Yeah. It's classic. I mean, even like a piece of toast. I wouldn't really consider a piece of toast a, a sandwich. No, not at all. It's, it's just a vessel to either have your favorite preserve, jam, 
butter, what have you. Yeah. Avocado. Avocado toast yeah, is good too. Toast. Yeah. yeah. That was on my list. That's where I was going to go next. Toast. It's just bread and butter with, you know, that's cooked. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And, and toast has a bougie cousin by the name of French toast. Yes. Very that's bougie. solid too. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a pancake guy, but French toast is good. How do you usually go with your French toast? What do you mean? Do you like strawberry French toast? Do you like oh, it, no, like, just plain, French just toast regular French toast. Yeah. Powdered sugar, maple syrup, like. No, I don't even need that. Yeah. Just I like French. This is how I like French toast. French toast with sausage links, and then you make a little sausage link almost sandwiches with it. Almost like a French toast taco. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I agree, yeah. And then if you delicious. have sausage gravy to put on top, oh top of that goodness. sausage, too. Wow. On <sighs> French toast? Yeah, almost, why not? Yeah, but you'll see it. I put sausage gravy on everything. If okay. I get it, I will put it on everything on the plate. Yeah, I just think a French toast is, is a sweet thing, but you can definitely take it savory. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I like bananas. A little bananas. Okay. A little banana French toast. That's uh, Yeah, that's a little bit more effort than I put into French toast. I usually, man, I haven't made French toast in a long time. But if I get French toast, it's usually at a restaurant. And if they got peanut, oh, I went to this one. Oh, where was that? Peanut butter and banana French toast. That was sad. Really? Oh, hmm. I don't remember. I think I might have been on vacation. So that was a long time ago, but that just popped in my head. <laughs> was, I okay. remember that being delicious. How about garlic bread? Might wow. that be the best use for bread besides a sandwich? Yeah, Could that's be. a... That's be. a great use for for bread. Cheese, no cheese. I can go either way. Cheesy garlic bread's, you know, maybe taking it up another level, but wow, garlic bread is man. And then if you use garlic bread or the cheesy garlic bread for a sandwich. There you go. Then you're I mean, in I, heaven. I've been known to do that. I the say. Texas toast garlic bread, man, that is just amazing. A little garlic bread, throw in a link of Italian sausage in there. Little marinara sauce. Oh yeah. A little more or, cheese on top of that. Or meatballs. <laughs> meatballs Ooh, work too. Meatballs go great in the garlic bread sandwich. You could do it with garlic bread or you don't have to. But bruschetta. Bruschetta was high on my list. Yeah. That's a really solid one too. And it's summertime. The good tomatoes are gonna be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. PSA from both Jeff and I. Go to your local farmer markets because that's where the good stuff is. You're supporting the good farmers, your local area. Stuff there's way better than the grocery stores, right, man? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you can get everything for your for your bruschetta at oh. the farmers market, including the bread, including the bread, yeah, do yeah. it. You got a good do farmers it. market. You you probably got bread out there too. It'll change your life. It's good stuff. This one might not be so exciting, and I don't know what you think, but breadcrumbs that would technically be. A good use for bread. That's not a sandwich. I think that's very exciting. <laughs> you do? Okay. Yeah, because if you top your macaroni and cheese with a little bit of breadcrumbs, uh, you don't do whole, that, do that's you? That's a whole other show. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. Why do I people struck a do that? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I don't think we've ever discussed this before. but We haven't, but obviously at some point in time, we will have wow. to really dig in deep about that. I don't understand the whole breadcrumbs on mac and cheese. I get. I just don't get it. That's all. Yeah. Um, I was thinking more like, you know, breading some chicken tenders or, you know, breadcrumb stuff. All right. 
Yeah, but, you know, not as exciting unless you like it on your mac and cheese for some reason. Breadcrumbs, another good thing. <laughs> Here's something I know you will have be a little bit more excited than me, I think. Bread pudding. It depends on the bread pudding. There's only a, a few bread puddings that right. I've ever really enjoyed in my life. You got, you got like a family one that's really hit you hard, right? Oh, yeah. Every Thanksgiving. It is so good. That's the one you got from Robert Irvine, right? Right, right. Yes. Yeah, my aunt got it from Your Robert Irvine. Aunt. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, bread pudding. I don't know if I'm more excited about bread pudding or breadcrumbs, to be honest. <laughs> okay. But obviously, you need bread to make bread pudding, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. See, and that bread pudding was so good that now I experiment more with other bread puddings. And oh, I yeah. found that there's a few out there that I like, and there's a few that I don't. Just like with everything else. Sure. What else do you think is the best use for bread? How about croutons? Absolutely. Yeah, that's solid. Homemade croutons. An Italian loaf, a French bread loaf, whatever. It's a day old. You don't know what to do with the leftovers. Mm -hmm. Break it up into cubes. Throw it in the hot frying pan with a little olive oil in the pan. Salt, pepper, man, this, you'll, you will start snacking on them right away. So you can, you can just save them as a snack, put them on top of a salad or what might be one of my favorite uses for bread in the crouton way is making a panzanella salad, some sort of bread salad, something cold with lots of vinegar and olive oil and, you know, Greek seasonings, oh, yeah. Italian seasonings, and then tossing in that bread. Oh, good panzanella salad. There is something about olive oil and bread. That's true. It doesn't get any better than that. Good pairing. Olive oil, usually something else you can find at a farmer's market. Yeah, yeah. The good stuff. If it's, if, if it's expensive, <laughs> just try it once. Just put it in your budget some type of way to get the expensive olive oil, and you won't be disappointed. How about this, Jeff? How do you feel about the bread bowl? Oh, bread bowls are solid, man. Don't you think? I love bread bowls. Yeah, sure. Little soup. Yeah. Maybe some soup. Maybe you're going soup in the bread bowl. Most Maybe of you're the time. Serving dip in a bread bowl. Yeah. Maybe since you like breadcrumbs and mac and cheese, why not serve mac and cheese in a bread bowl? You could probably do that. That's a great idea. A pretzel bread bowl might be a good way to go for mac and cheese. Ooh, that Just sounds saying. delightful. You always do um, a cold spinach dip with the, like a big uh, loaf of the Hawaiian bread. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we you do that make too. make a bread bowl out of that, you know? That's that's good. I want the bread after everybody's done <laughs> dipping in it because that's just right. been sitting. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and it just makes you think, man, you hope everybody had clean hands. Yeah, no, yeah and, uh, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> on the world that we live in, <laughs> might have to change that up a little I bit. I want that left after. Everyone's done with dipping in this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably soup is probably more associated with the bread bowl, but yeah, genius use for bread. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know what I do sometimes with um, like leftover bread is I'll put it like in a breakfast casserole hmm. or even it doesn't even have to be like a casserole. I just feel that like eggs and bread like together mm -hmm. works out pretty well. And I'll, I mean, I'll add other things in there, cheese and different vegetables and sure. maybe some sausage or what have you. But yeah, I, I, I dig that. The last breakfast casserole I made, actually, it didn't have bread, but it had bagels in it. Okay. And it was definitely a way well, to I mean, use bagels up, are, are bread. bread. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, was, it, it made it more filling. It made it tasty. It was good. And, and bagel breakfast sandwich. 
just chopped up into a casserole really <laughs> is what it was. Yeah. Bagel breakfast sandwiches are great. That's yeah. a good way to go with um, any type of breakfast sandwich, I would think. For sure. So one more thing I had on my list kind of is breakfast and it is bread and it is egg. There's a few names for it, but have you ever heard of a bird's nest? Yeah. I, th- I think we used to call it like an egg in the nest. Egg in the nest. Uh, I've heard mm-hmm. it called that. It's basically taking a piece of bread and kind of cutting a a little hole in the middle, almost Mm -hmm. like you're making a bread bowl, but with a slice of bread and you're cooking it in the pan with, you know, with your butter and you crack the egg in the middle Mm -hmm. and it's the bird's nest. You you cook, you cook the the bread and the egg at the same time. And when the egg's done, yeah, nice toast with the egg in the center. Oh yeah. It's so good. Is there anything for the heel of bread that is, what do you do with the heel of bread? Oh, I, I just dip it in things, basically. You don't do anything special. You, would you make a sandwich out of the heel of bread? Oh, I've done that before, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will if it's the last piece and there was still one more piece of regular bread. Something about the heel of bread, and, and I'm talking just from your crappy, generic grocery store loaf of bread here. Oh, know? see, I never buy that bread. We, we very rarely buy bread. So when you're buying bread, you're buying the, the really good stuff. I would like to think it's a really good stuff. Yeah. Usually at a farmer's market or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it might be, you're not going to the bread aisle in the grocery store. Usually not once in a while. And if now they have like half loaves of bread. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So we get those because there's no way we would finish it. Yeah. Most of my bread is the grocery store bread, unfortunately. So maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah, when it comes to the heel, that's most likely getting tossed. Okay. Unfortunately. But if there was something unique, you could do with it. Maybe that would be good for one of those bird's nests. Who knows? Yeah, you could do that for sure. With the heel. Yeah. We'll Usually change a little it. Bit yeah. thicker. A little thicker. Mm-hmm. A little more of that awesome grocery store bread taste built into it here. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to episode 40 of Fresh and Uncooked. Jeff and I will be back next week. Next episode. In the meantime, check us out. Social media. Fresh Uncooked. Instagram and Twitter. And Fresh Uncooked Podcast on TikTok. Jeff, until next week. Enjoy what you eat.